Hey everybody, Jay Shlansky here from the Fifth Trooper Network. I just want to take a moment to thank you for checking out this show. Did you know that over at thefifthtrooper.com we have tons of other content, including blogs, other podcasts, all kinds of stuff. In addition, if you want access to exclusive content, you can join us on patreon.com slash thefifthtrooper and join at any level and you'll get access to uh, exclusive blog articles, access to our private Discord, and much more. So please, Check us out, and thank you so much for all your support. Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Hello and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm here with... Mike and Tim, what's up, gentlemen? Hey, hey. Yo, back yo. again. We're back every week. <laughs> every three. Every three for Tim. <laughs> yeah. Um, here to bring you the biggest Legion news slash discussion. Uh, this week, we're actually going to riff a little bit about something that was discussed on one of our uh, the other. The other podcast on the network, the Fifth Trooper podcast, which of course is also on the Fifth Trooper network, as we are, uh, talked about whether we need a Legion 2.0 last week. Um, and they're basically their their core point is we need Legion 2.0. So <laughs> the title of this episode is going to be We Don't Need Legion 2.0. <laughs> I don't know if necessarily that's the conclusion that we're pushing here, but it is a fun uh we're going to do a little bit of a counter-argument here, I think. Um, so, uh, strap in. Yeah, We're, we're going deep. <laughs> we we heard you, Jay and Tim, and we're here to, uh, to defend the line. We will hold it. <laughs> I guess there's also, I know there's been some debate about what we should call where Legion is currently. Like, are we in? Is this like Legion 1.5? What, you know, what did Legion 1.0 stop when like pre-CRB? Like, what do you, what do you, let's start there. What do you guys think about that? I know this is probably semantics, but. I think, I think the semantics are important actually of, of this just because um, I'm actually, sorry, I'm trying to pull up the core rule book right now and see. <laughs> so technically um, the core rule book, uh, it looks like, uh, continued the versioning from the original RRG, which okay. was done by FFG and stuff. Yep. We're technically in version 2.5.4. Okay. So officially we're in Legion 2.5, basically. 2.5.4. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think I think the the contention there is mainly that there's not a real well-drawn line in the sand as to like the difference between legion 1.0 and 2.0 yeah you know um whatever those were i would have to go and look in the rg or whatever um i'm sure i've got like 40 of them on my hard drive but um (laughs) yeah (laughs) you you know like i i think it's like if you kind of go back in your memory of the game the closest thing i think that we've had to a 2.0 in legion it's probably when Republican Separatist was released, frankly. 
um, it it's not like a hard rules change, but that's the most the game I think has ever changed at one time. Yeah, to me, when I think of 2.0, I think of like actual fundamental changes to how the core gameplay works. You know, the the Clone Wars faction releases obviously introduced some new mechanics and such, but generally speaking, those mechanics just kind of built on the foundation that was already there. And I would say we're like generally consistent with the identity that the game had established up to that point. So while I agree with you that they definitely like changed the game significantly, I would say that they kind of just like pushed it further along the trajectory it was on already, if that makes I, sense. I, I agree with that. Um, whereas when I think of like a new version, you know, we can say 2.0, 3.0, whatever. Um, I think of something that actually like fundamentally changes how you approach the game and how you think of the core identity of the game. Mm-hmm rather than something that just builds on what's there already. I I agree. And I guess this is kind of where I'm coming from and that like I don't think that's happened. Pretty much. I mean, I think there's been some tweaks for sure over the game's lifetime. But for the most part, the game that we have now, the game that we know and love, I might reinforce, underline and underscore, put an exclamation point at the end. <laughs> yep. Um is still the same game that we had on the release of this game for the most part. Yeah. Like, I mean, if that rulebook said like 1.5.4, I think we'd all pretty much agree that that's a pretty accurate assessment of where we are. Like we, I don't think any of us feel like we've hit a 2.0, but there have been some pretty seismic shifts mm -hmm. throughout, you know, the years. Um, and a couple of them would like constitute like, you know, that, that point one, that point two, or that point three change, um, which all sort of add up. And I think, you know, around that point five, like 1.5 is kind of where I think the game's at. So just as a, sorry, I've been, I've been digging through as we're having this conversation, <laughs> I've been digging through RRGs <laughs> okay. and trying to find ones with like version numbers and stuff. So I have version 2.0.2. .2. Okay. 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 It was effective 11.8.21. The new rules entries that are in there appear to be the clone trooper keyword, low profile, and setup. Um, <laughs> and this might have been 2021. That's what it says. This hmm. is this is the and and to be that clear, where I'm getting from this, trooper. this is this is the uh, RRG that is still on the FFG website. Well, that that would have been the one that changed clones from unlimited tokens to one token right that's that's you likely know? i i think i think based on this like this doesn't seem like a full update to clone trooper and stuff yeah. it just says new rules entries page 24 clone trooper it's likely just an edit to say hey clones screw off um <laughs> <laughs> take yeah, your rec stars and go home and um, the end of 2021 was the last big like balance update that actually had a significant amount of hard errata and stuff in it that was the big like empire buff balance mm -hmm. update where vader got a lot of those changes empire got a lot of points reductions and stuff and then republic that was the change to the clone trooper keyword that allowed you to only share one token so yeah and the only thing that is highlighted in blue here under clone trooper is the the one that specifies that it's <laughs> it's one as opposed to all the all the other entries under clone trooper are black suggesting this was an edit so 
Um, it's entirely possible that 2.0 actually kind of tracks with my suggestion that it was around the clone trooper or droid trooper release because that edit came in like pretty quickly thereafter i feel like it was at least a year a uh, year yeah. oh man all right yeah the uh the in fact the release for um clones and droids was in late 2019 really yeah i guess we were like so some of the key stuff like arcs didn't hit until early 2020 and then there was the pandemic so there was that whole time warp situation where like a significant portion of legion tournaments were not in person (laughs) Um, but nonetheless enough to establish that clones were super good and shouldn't be able to share a bunch of tokens well and the 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 pre-release nerf yeah Uh, i'm pretty sure arcs were nerfed before they actually released yeah because they were spoiled really early. Yeah. And then they all... were, I think they were like official, they were released. They oh, just weren't, yeah. The, 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 they were released like right at the start of the pandemic. So people just didn't get to play with them, basically. No, yeah. I, I'm, I want to check a date on that. I thought Oops. it was, I thought it was March or April of 2020, but. All right. Um, uh, maybe. I don't know. That's my recollection. I have a similar recollection, Tim. I was okay. playing Rex. No, no, no. I have a similar recollection in in supporting your your. Oh, okay, okay. To be to be clear, I I was like, man, these got nerfed before I even like got to take them out of the uh... box type situation. But <laughs> August August twenty eighth of twenty twenty. Okay, so it was till twenty twenty. I wonder when the errata to remove critical from the DC fifteen was. I think that was November of 2020 because the the FFG updates were typically once a year in November or December. Yeah. Um, a router reference is right here. I might be able to tell you. <laughs> this is a Legion history lesson, folks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did not necessarily anticipate this going this direction. But... I didn't either. This was uh, you said we were going to riff it. This isn't what I had in mind, but I'm I'm okay with it. Um, we know how much you rules junkies um, appreciate getting into semantics like version numbers so <laughs> so this has got the same the router reference is effective 11 8 2021 but it doesn't actually highlight um what the changes in the serata were but i i feel like the critical one keyword was removed in the same update is the clone token sharing thing was it was that same update or i think it might even have been it tokens the before sharing one. these the it was the standby sharing one Okay, then I don't know. Um, yeah, the first clone token nerf yeah. was to remove standbys from clone tokens. And then we were that like, was... "Oh, we can share ton aim tokens. We don't need standbys anyways. We'll shoot them before they get to us." Yeah, <laughs> that that was the late um, that was the late twenty twenty update. Okay, which uh, I think was after, not long after, but after arcs came out, and that one also included the removal of critical from the DC fifteen. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. That one I think was much closer to whenever that unit released, for sure. But again, it was like mid-pandemic, so other than you know Invader, people didn't really get to use them before that happened. So yeah. now there was like two Invader seasons in there where they just crushed it. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> so there was certainly like 
you know, whether it was on the table data or not, there was certainly public data, enough public data to make those changes that were obviously warranted. So, um, but that's neither here nor there. I guess my broader point is regardless of what version number we may technically be on, when I hear 2.0, I think of like something that actually changes what the game is attempting to be. Um, and I don't think we've hit that yet. You know, I think, I think 1.5 to your point, Tim, is an appropriate thing and that like the CRV introduced a lot of changes that kind of like watered down the skill expression identity of Legion. Um, but I don't think it like fundamentally changed, changed it. Um, if that makes sense. So when people say like, we need a 2.0, when I hear that, I think like we need a different version of Legion or like an, rather than like building on what Legion is already. Or, um, or just like getting like a balance update, right? Like, you know. Yeah, a balance update is not 2.0. Yeah, it not, it's not even close, right? It's like, right. these are these are like patch notes to like, a, right. they're like introducing hot fixes into, into the game, you know. Um, but balance updates are that 0.01 change, not the right. 0.1 change. <laughs> yeah. Um, and And really, they're just like, they're kind of, just dials that they're turning at that point right they're just turning points up or down and maybe they're adding a keyword there removing a keyword over here that's like on a unit but they're generally not like changing how a keyword works or fundamentally changing how a unit works i mean like look at the the edit to like dark troopers right um the they changed some keywords there but it was like Dark Troopers are still the same unit. You just can't, like, you know, <laughs> do wonky shit like Guardian in them, you know? <laughs> like, right. You know? And so it's just, like, it's just fixing weird existing rules interactions instead of creating a whole host of new ones. Um, yeah. In theory, that stuff should be, like, tightening things up, basically. You know, plugging holes, filling cracks, tightening things up. Unless you're editing overrun. And then we're just and then you're creating more cracks. Holes. Yeah. <laughs> Oopsies. Yeah. Hopefully, when you're filling holes, you don't make more. But uh, obviously, that's not always what happens. Um. Anyway. So, one of the criticisms that I have heard of Legion recently uh, is that it feels stale. I'm not sure that I disagree with that exactly or at least that sentiment i think legion is still very fun um so stale to me means that it, like it, it doesn't feel like i don't know to me it's still fun it is less fun than i feel like it used to be um whether that is due to lack of change or not i think is debatable i will say there's there's two data points i want to talk about related to this criticism before we like just to frame this discussion a little bit. Sure. The first is release pace. Uh, there have been, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I think the only releases we've had since Adepticon last year, since we're coming up on Adepticon and they did a bunch of reveals, um, are uh, Ewoks, Geos, Cody, and Ahsoka. Is that right? Sounds right. Um... Sorry, I'm seeing if I can find the chart that's posted in the Discord. Okay. Um, 
because this is a thing that frequently comes up it is and somebody has a chart of like what was released when and doesn't seem to be pinned jordan why is it not pinned my man it's supposed <laughs> to be pinned come on dude anyway i uh, think that's right obviously before adepticon we will also get inquisitors mm-hmm. which means that each faction will have at least got one thing over the course of a year which is good but it's not like remotely close to you know for the first really like four years of legion it was a release every month if not like two releases every month um and i'm not i'm not saying we should have to go back to that either i guess my point is more symptomatic of like if legion feels stale i think it's worth highlighting the fact that we just haven't had that many releases compared to other previous time periods the second is related and it's that we have not had a neutral upgrade card a new one since the shadow collective release which was i think in... that one i can get on board with that, that to me i think i definitely it seems to me that like either a decision was made somewhere along the line from the like swap from ffg to amg to be like eh, like the generic stuff is covered you know like we don't need to make new neutral i don't know that seems like a very clear design choice that they've taken since uh that swap has happened um i i actually i do empathize with that kind of take like you do have to kind of make some leaps to like come up with new neutral upgrades that do stuff and i will also would also like to point out that the large majority of neutral upgrades that exist in this game aren't any good i think there's that's probably a lower population than you'd think um there 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 are definitely a lot of particularly like gear slot but there are are quite a few neutral upgrades that people just don't take. But there's a lot of ones that, like, are extremely useful and interesting and change how things function. And we've kind of taken for granted those existing because they've been part of the game for so long. Um, but neutral upgrades are like foundational to creating variety and um, interest, frankly, in builds. And I know that when that we first I don't know if they ever like specifically said anything, but people kind of noticed that there weren't like neutral upgrades with new stuff. And I, I, I think the original conclusion was, okay, well, if they want to just move to like an upgrade pack model instead of um, just putting neutral upgrade cards in every new release, like that's fine. Like you get a silly amount of neutral upgrades and like who needs that many cards really? And I definitely get that. But I think that was based on an assumption and they hadn't actually said, like, we're going to do a neutral upgrade card pack. <laughs> that we're going to get because... upgrade card pack three sometime in the near future. Right, because it has been almost two years since we've had a new neutral upgrade card. And one of the things that kept Legion fresh, besides, you know, the, the like, constant new releases, was that with each new release, even if it wasn't something for your faction, it was like, well, what, what new things are going to come out with this release that I could potentially use, even if I don't plan on playing Palpatine or Han or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yoda um, came out. Burst of speed burst makes of speed. Vader better, right? Like, yep, you know, exactly. And, um, yeah, I definitely think in in like particularly in like the force user category, like 
force upgrades are huge you know like and yep. and and they always have been and in the repertoire of force upgrades that we've seen has you know shifted the game pretty dramatically every time somebody's figured out a new force upgrade i mean burst of speed barrier push like you know uh yeah no i agree even like training and command upgrades you know situational awareness hunter offensive push which i think probably should just still be at four points but like these are all upgrades that <laughs> when they came out you know everybody had one if not multiple units that they were already using that were like hey that would be really interesting i want to try that um whereas now it's like you know inquisitors are releasing next month and unless you're an umpire player you're like eh okay whatever the, your new force upgrade force upgrade is the inquisitorious train which you can only <laughs> take on those units right um yeah uh, so i th i think those two factors are worth citing when in the context of people saying that legion is stale and um you know releasing new things is not a 2.0 <laughs> uh, so you know if 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 that's the, I'm not saying that's the cause, sure, but it certainly could be a cause, right? So, I definitely think the release cadence. Um, I personally don't mind the release cadence. I think that that's fine. If I had a, if I had my way, I think what I would like is a, a quicker cadence of adjustments as opposed to, like I I don't really care that much about releases. Don't get me wrong. I just bought a bunch of Genosians. I'm having a ton of fun. Uh, frustrating fun, I might put yeah. it as. Um, and like, it's I'm enjoying it. Ewoks weren't really for me, but like, I get that like that would have gotten other people in, in the same in the same way, right? Um, and so like, I I don't know. I mean, I think I think your point about the neutral upgrades is really important in that you know we i don't i don't think the release cadence has changed that much like it, we effectively got like three or four new armies um since adepticon last year you know we we got yeah i mean battle forces are a part of the conversation there yeah right. yeah yeah like we've got tempest force bright tree wookie defenders experimental droids you know I, i'm gonna lump geonosians into kind of that category i know they don't have a battle force but like right. as far as like a release goes like they got a bunch of stuff right um but i think normally what would happen before amg took over was like we would get you know a bunch of new stuff and everybody would get a little something on the side and now yeah. if you're not playing that one thing or don't intend to play that one thing that release meant nothing to you right right yeah. like it just didn't affect you at all and if you're looking at like four to six releases a year you know that's maybe like one one release a year that actually affects you you know that's it's not great i mean it's not like it's not like armada bad but it's not great <laughs> well i mean like womp, womp. as someone who plays like republic mainline and i have every faction so this is like less of an issue for me yeah. but i but i get i hear this a lot from people that do play republic they're like we only got cody this year and i'm like well i mean you got cody you got boil you got waxer waxers whatever he does right anything. yeah um 
But like the Wookiee Defenders is a Republic battle force, but it's not, right? It's it's a Wookiee battle force. It is you have to buy an entirely new army to play that list. Yeah. Right? Like it's not like you can take your Republic army and be like, I'm just gonna play Wookiees today. It's like, no, you need to go out and buy like seven boxes of Wookiees or whatever. Um so I think that's also a contributing factor and that like a lot of the releases that we've had previously have also not only been neutral, but you know, a commander upgrade, you know, we got like four or five commander upgrade, but maybe four or five. Something. I'll walk that back. Two or three command slash operative packs, like for each faction every year. Yeah. Right. Like you got two or three new characters each year and you characters are easy. You just, pull one out and pull throw one in for the most part um obviously when you're talking about competitive lists things get a little wonky sometimes and it's not exactly what for one but like when you're just trying fresh new stuff uh, trading characters is very easy and we where are the characters that's my question you know yeah and characters kind of facilitate what i like to think of as tinkering Yep. Which means you kind of take what you're already, and this is the same with neutral upgrades. You kind of take what you're already doing and you just, you know, tweak it a little bit rather than just doing something totally new. The latter of which can also be very fun, but usually has a much higher barrier to entry. Um, whereas if you're just tinkering and every month or two you get a new opportunity to tinker with something, it, you know, it, it's easier to keep it fresh that way than to just be like, well, every six months I got to just get something totally new and shelf the other stuff that I was playing with. Um, like Geonosians, I have really been enjoying putting together and hobbying with Geonosians. But like you said, similar to you know the Wookiee situation with Republic, the Geonosian list that I've been running, I had literally zero of anything in that list painted. <laughs> and I have a full droid army. You know, I, I have six B2s. <laughs> um, I have six like B1s. Ready to go. <laughs> yeah, they're all painted. They're ready to go. I have every droid character. Um, and, uh, you know, in this new list, like literally I have to paint the entire thing. I have to assemble and paint the whole list, even though it's a, a separatist release, uh, which is kind of daunting, you know. Um, so, yeah, I get that. Yeah, I think the it's it's like I think barrier of entry is like a really a good thing to talk about because I think before you're like, oh, a special forces came out. I'm gonna buy one ISF squad and put Inferno Squad in my list. I'm gonna paint three models and you know, slide them in there. And and I think I think I'm I'm eagerly awaiting clone commandos and bad batch because i think they're going to have that type of feel yeah. where you can where you can tinker right you can tinker and you more can, yeah and you can do stuff i think bad batch is going to be great for the game rebels are going to be able to buy it republic's going to be able to buy it it's going to have that kind of feel where everybody is sort of getting a little bit something right you know um i think it'd be really cool if there was no fire crosshair in there but i'm pretty sure there at this point <laughs> that uh, it doesn't sound like that's the thing you know but um i think that sort of thing that that those sorts of things are like a much better place to be than like fighting for 2.0 um i feel like we're a little off topic at this point <laughs> well let's let's bring it back okay. right to okay. 2.0 
um, again, 2.0 implying like big splashy things, right? I think you can make a big difference with small changes. Um, missions. Yeah, missions, missions are a great example. Yep. You know, so re releasing releasing more characters and neutral upgrades so people can tinker. Uh, step one, right? And that's that's not a 2.0 thing. That's just doing more releases, um, some of which are very small. And like, so missions, Tim, what do you mean by missions? I think, you know, people like, you know, there's a fair bit of people saying the game's stale. And I think the word I would use right now is a little bit solved. Um, and a lot, of, a lot of that comes to missions and that, like, and then, you know, you bring someone new into your community. And it's like, okay, we're going to play key positions. Here's how you play this mission, right? Um, so sort of the optimal strategy for basically all the missions is pretty much known. Um, and only depends a little bit on like what the armies are, who the players are, whatever. Um, now, do I necessarily think we need to re just keep releasing mission packs? Probably not, because then you're able to like really do more and more of like um, pigeonholing an objective deck um, and making skewless even more powerful. Um, I think sort of a rotation of missions, um, potentially retirement of older missions to bring in newer ones, or just a rotation in general, um, would be very healthy for the game, and I think would you know, add some spice to everyone's gameplay that I think a lot of us would like to see. Nope. Did, did you just I, do a... I was uh, trying to, I was trying to do a little congrats for act. thing. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. I was I trying mean, to that's... Think, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Clap. You know, I don't... There you go. Um, I, could you imagine what it would be like if they rolled out and they're like, this year, our mission pack is going to be like war for geonosis and like they're like for competitive play we're retiring all the current like objectives conditions and stuff and we're giving you like a geonosis battle pack you know and it's just like all the objectives are geonosis themed they're like it's just like and then like every year or six months or competitive season or whatever we just like battle vendor one and like i don't know um and it rotated like that. And like it, it doesn't even have to be entirely new missions, right? It could be like KP with a twist, you know, or 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 something, you know. Um and I think that would be really cool. And it would be a way to keep it really fresh, right? I think like, you know, we've been playing key positions for five, six years now. Six years. Six years. Yeah. Um of course yeah. it's stale. <laughs> right? I, I, yeah, I I definitely get uh like the core of what you're saying. I think I'd 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 want to see them fix the existing ones first. Um because they're like payload is a perfect example, right? The fact payload, that the current ones have not been fixed is uninspiring for sure. Right. Like <laughs> and that, like the that's such a low bar for mm -hmm. to improve again, small changes for big impact. Like Payload is a really fun objective. Yep. Um, and, and it and is currently perhaps unique objective. Yeah. Uh, and it's currently like very difficult to justify putting in your deck because of one stupid, easily fixable reason, and that it can't move over things that it like would trip over. Um, and it, just give it hover one. You know, you don't have to make it like completely ignore terrain like it used to if that's like too hard to wrap your brain around, but. Um, just give it hover one 
I, I mean, like thematically, like it I, I, clearly I you don't want. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like just give it hover one. That's it. That's all you have to do. And now you, you put a previously fun, very interactive, um, very splashy objective back into the pool of things that people are playing. Um, and like it to get like confidence that the new mission thing would work. I'd want to see those small changes to the existing ones first. Because there, there are some like the payload one that are such no-brainers. You know, VAPS is another one that doesn't get played often and people think is boring. Make it so that you have to place your VAPS within range two of your opponent's deployment zone instead of like basically anywhere. Um, and then you don't have safe VAPS. That's it, right? You don't have to make like a fifth VAP and invalidate the people that like to use their four plastic VAPS or whatever. Um, we don't need another like fight over the center objective anyway. Uh, just yeah, make it so true. that when, when you place the VAPS, you got to place them closer to your deployment within range two of your opponent's deployment that's it boom done suddenly it's like a fun interactive objective again yep. and you know i think there are lots of things you could do along those lines kp make it just progressive scoring um so it's not like a turn six rush to the middle um <clears throat> make it so you got to put the secondary objectives in less safe places similar to vaps you know excuse me um so I think some small tweaks to the existing missions would go a long way in that regard. And um, I don't know that, like, I I, I do I think some new missions would be good. I think you do have to be careful with that, too, because if you, you know, because of how core they are to the gameplay, if you get a new mission that's, like, old original KP, um, suddenly you have a situation where you've got a very unfun experience. Uh, and there's, there's a lot of potential room for error in new missions like that. Um, so I'm not, I'm not opposed to them, like in an ideal situation where the new missions are great. Right. But, um, you know, anytime you release something new, you, you get like a, and it we just advocated for more releases, but missions in particular are something that affect like every single game that every single Legion player plays. And that's, that's an area where I think you have to be like extra thorough in making sure that what you're doing is creating a fun experience, a fun and competitive experience for both players. Um, so there's, there's definitely like less, it's like the development version of playing Gene Oceans, right? You make one mistake and suddenly they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> they just evaporate. They're just yeah. boom. Just oh, yeah. gone. Um, so yeah, but again, even like what you guys talked about making a mission rotation or throwing new missions in there or whatever, that's, that doesn't strike me as like a 2.0 kind of thing either. Right. No, it's yep. just, you know, it's like. It's just new stuff. It it's, it doesn't even need to be new stuff. I mean, like we could take what the battle cards we have now and put it on a rotating system, or you know, yeah, we don't necessarily need to. But like, um, you know, if all of a sudden, you know, every battle deck could only pick four out of five cards instead of four out of eight, you know, all of a sudden things change a little bit, right? And it, it things get tweaked um uh, sort of maybe i think that could actually make it worse it, it definitely right, could have. I'm, I'm not suggesting that, that specific yeah. uh because right now we're kind of in like we a should be gunning for six out of eight situation yeah you know <laughs> and that's that's something that has moved this in the direction of people being like oh the missions are still it's like well because you cut two of them <laughs> <laughs> from the pool of things that people play yeah um so yeah i I, that's another thing that would like 
I think could possibly make it worse rather than better. Um, that was an example so. as opposed to. Yes. Sure, I know. Yeah, I'm just yeah. yeah. Um, so one of the points that um, Jay and Tim made is that Legion is too long. Um, I hear this what, one a lot. I I do too. Now I know clearly, like if you're contrasting it to skirmish games, yeah, obviously, right? Like there's only five models on a table in something like MCP or Shatterpoint or whatever. Yeah. Um. No, I don't know how long 40k takes to play these game these days. Do you guys know or like AOS? How long does a what? game of AOS or 40k take? A AOS standard is three hours and 40k standard is zero minutes. Because don't ever play that game. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Lord of the Rings is similar similar time frame. You know, okay. it's it's somewhere in the, you know, two to three hour, you know, benchmark. Um, and, and so like. Yeah, I I think uh, this is this is a miniature war game, right? Like this is two to three hours is what you're signing up for, uh, for thirty to fifty model battles, right? Um, yeah. And I would I don't know about you guys. I, I mean, I've played a few games that aren't Legion. I actually think Legion is one of the quicker ones, as far as like how quick you can actually move the pace of play um like f for me whenever i'm playing like warhammer or lord of the rings you know the turns the turns themselves are much slower as far as like action point to action point yeah you know and in legion like you're rolling dice every 40 seconds if and you're, you're making decisions a, and you're making decisions every, every one to seconds. two minutes yeah probably yeah. And and like with a lot of the other games, it's like you're like measuring movement and like I don't know. You do that for like five minutes. Well to, and for like move your whole army. And 40k yeah. is an easy example because that's one that everyone's familiar with. You know, I came from 40k to Legion. And that was one of the things that struck me about Legion immediately, is it felt faster. Um, because even though they had similar playtimes, right? Two to three hours, in 40k, since like your opponent does their entire turn and then you do your entire turn you could go like 45 minutes without making a decision or doing anything except rolling defense dice um like there's a lot of time you spend in 40k just sitting there waiting for your opponent to do stuff and the time that you spend in legion doing that because of the alternating activations is low and also frankly just because of this like the cerebral load in legion where th there's there's a lot of different Legion, this is me coming from 40k, and this is how I felt about Legion, you know, the, when I fell in love with Legion however many years ago. Basically, like, the mechanics were extremely simple. You know, there's not a lot of, like, rules text to remember. I know that we've had some rules bloat since then. Um, but still not in a way that, like, you don't have to remember what all these different unit abilities do or ask your opponent, like, what does that do? You know, everything's out on the cards. There's not that much to remember. Like, if, if you play a reasonable number of games of Legion, you're going to have most of the stats and most of the abilities for most things memorized pretty quickly. Um, and if you don't, it's right there on the cards, right? And it, because of the keyword system, like, you don't need to read a bunch of text. You don't need to read walls of text to understand what things do. You're not going to be surprised, generally, by what things do because it's all built on the same foundation, right? 
Um, but you can also, you know, Legion has a has a high potential for skill expression in that you can kind of build on that like simple mechanics, simple to learn, simple to understand like what's going on and kind of expand it out to there's a lot of potential because of how positioning and movement are so important in Legion. There's a lot of potential to like really like blow that out to um like actually like do really interesting and and clever things not in ways that like break the rules but in ways that leverage the foundation that you have already um and i always appreciated that about legion and that it was like kind of that perfect like simple to learn hard to master feel it still has that to me i feel like the latter part has been watered down a little bit but um you know that's one of the things that i loved about legion and um I'd rather see them build on rather than break down. Does that make sense? Yeah, um, or or burn it down and start from scratch, right? Which, you know, is what a 2.0 would probably look like. I mean, like, every time, like, Warhammer has a, a core rules update, like, some pretty intrinsic things change. Yeah. Like, like basic how your guys move, how, you know, vehicles operate on the tabletop dramatically change from addition to addition. Um, oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. So, I mean, I know that was like sort of a tangent from the, the pace of play conversation, but that's a long way of saying like my, when you're playing Legion, at least when I'm playing Legion, my my brain is constantly active yep. because there's, there's so much to think about, like in a good way. Yes. Um, because you're thinking about decision trees you're not trying to remember stuff right you're thinking about like what am i going to do next and then because of because of the alternating activations you only get like one or two minutes to have that thought and then you have to do something it's like oh i'm up i'm up again yep and if the dice go awry or your opponent does something that you didn't expect you immediately are like oh uh i have to change my plan like immediately like there's not 10 minutes to think about it there's it, you know, you you have to react in the moment. Um, yeah, I think to me, Legion is a very fast game. Like, I I really I do not empathize with the uh, the pace of pace of play, time taking complaint. I guess that, maybe that's like a playgroup thing. I don't know. Yeah, or just the contrasting it with. Games that are not remotely similar in scale, <laughs> that kind of thing, <laughs> right? Yeah, I yeah. mean, if if you want to play an hour and a half long game, play a skirmish game. Legion is not a skirmish game. I mean, and it was I, never meant to be. I don't know how many of you have played Shatterpoint, but Shatterpoint is not much quicker, and I'd actually argue maybe longer. <laughs> um, I haven't had a Shatterpoint game under two and a half hours. Yet, so. Really? <laughs> no. So, so I don't Interesting. know. Um, I mean, yeah. So, um, should we should we talk about th- things that maybe, uh, maybe don't need to change in a two point but probably do need to change. I guess in more detail and like let's talk about cover. We've talked about that a lot on this podcast. So things that would not require a 2.0 but things that definitely could be improved. 
Yes, absolutely. Okay. That that yeah. aren't like that are like that are actually sort of fundamental to the game, right? Like, I mean, I think so far everything we've hit on has been like releases will make the game less stale, yeah, yeah. and you know, you know, like. But I mean, I, the game is not without its faults, right? You know, sure. there, there there are things that could be better within the rule set for sure. Um, I, I mean, cover is definitely the biggest one for me. Um, yep. You know, the, the current cover rules are cumbersome. Uh, they're confusing, particularly when vehicles get involved. But I think with troopers too, um, you know, if you, if you don't read the forums, you're not doing cover correctly. Yeah. Uh, the other game we were playing and Kyle was like, yeah, I'm going to shoot you with my stab. Or I was shooting your stab. And like, <laughs> you're like, do I have cover? Do I not have cover? And I was just like, I don't know. You have cover, I guess. <laughs> you know, yeah, I was... Was, like, we're not even going to check. <laughs> like, we just no literally way. did not know how to resolve the situation. Yeah. It just and like... I've played with bikes a lot since then. You know, I played Blizzard after the CRB. So I've played a lot with bikes. And it was still one of those situations where we were like, I, I don't know how to proceed here. Let's just roll a dice. It's, yeah. It's just like, uh, it's not worth it. It's not worth going through the steps to figure it out. Yeah. Um, well, in, a, in that situation too, because you're talking about like 50% obscured from an infinite number of points, it's it's not that like we don't know what the steps are. It's that there was no way to actually implement the steps in a way that resulted in some kind of outcome <laughs> that was determinable. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, that's never a good situation. Just like, ah, sure. You could have to be covered, Kyle. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then they did three wounds to Yoda. Um, yeah, yeah. As 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 is normal. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think cover is the big one. You know, we talked about the payload change, right? I I think for me, it it is a lot of nuancey stuff, right? Uh, stuff like the overrun changes, which I, you know, like, I think we just we need to tighten the ship up, right? Yeah, plug we up some of the holes, fill the cracks. Tighten the ship up, you know, plug the holes. I think one of the nice things that we had under the previous RRG was that it was pretty clear when a hole wasn't plugged how you could go about you just added a new entry to the rg add another bullet add another bullet yeah easy peasy Let or change the language in the existing bullet yeah. yeah um and and it was you know it's just an edit to a pdf um and i'm not saying that it's not quite that now but like you know uh all the edits are basically made on the forums you got to go hunting for them um, you got to hope you use the right keywords when you're searching, <laughs> you know, like, um, and, and it feels like the holes are not getting plugged in the way that they used to be. Um, there's a lot of pretty critical rulings slash clarification slash really rule changes that sit on the forums for a long time that, you know, for those who are not nearly in the know don't exist and then it leads to arguments because yeah. there's people who basically have one rule and then there's other people who have a different rule and yeah there's there's 
I I forget who said this. I feel like it's like I don't know if it's famous or I'm making that up, but like um when you like know something to be true and then you like bring it into like a public place and start like spouting out that thing you you think it to be true or you go to play a game and you think you know a rule and and somebody at the table like corrects you it's just like the worst feeling in the world it, it it's not even like because like a lot of times you'll be so sure because like within your little group or whatever you'll been playing it right right and then all of a sudden you learn that you've been playing it wrong for the last six months to a year and and like i don't know it, it feels like you're getting exposed or something you know it, it's not a good feeling it yeah it's just very like you, you get defensive yeah right um because it's kind of it's weird to say that it's part of like your it's part of your legion gaming identity how you play the game Right. So when you run up against the situation where someone's like, that's not how that works, you have this defense mechanism in your brain kicks off where it's like, but, but if that's not how that's, that works, then I've been doing this wrong the whole time. What else have I been doing? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, right. Like, <sighs> yeah. Uh, so, yes, there could be better maintenance, maybe is the right word, uh, yeah. to, to avoid those kind of situations. Um, you know, catching, the situations that are unintuitive or where there's loopholes or where there's weird language and like just tightening them up. Um, and that's kind of, that's kind of like keeping a room clean, right? The more often you do it, the easier it is. And if you wait, I mean, my, my kids with their room, my two oldest are in the same room and it is constantly a disaster. Uh, and it, it's, the reason that it's like that way is because it has been that way. And once it reaches that point, it's like much harder to, it's much harder to fix. Like there, there have been time periods where it's been clean and it's been one of those situations where it's like, all right, let's just pick up the four or five things that are on the floor every day. Yep. Um, and then it stays that way. You know what but is if, the answer though? What's that? Buying a new room. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> like, just demolishing it, going in there with a garbage bag and throwing all the toys and stuff in a garbage bag and putting them, putting them on the curve. My kids would murder me in my sleep. Yeah. Um, the room would be a lot cleaner, though. It sure. <laughs> sure. The kids would be pissed. The kid. Yeah. Know? Um. But but may, perhaps more importantly, like buying a new room in the example or getting a new room, like. It doesn't prevent the new room from being Getting more messy. or less yeah. dirty. Like as soon as it gets messy and you don't pick it up again, like here we are, right? Like right. um so like yeah, uh I I think I like that analogy. Um yeah. do your do your kids pick up after themselves well? No. They've been better about it. We we started implementing an allowance system where they Ooh. have to pick up after themselves. Ooh, My daughter in particular is very money motivated. She loves to buy stuff. Um, bribery. So, Yay. Yeah, bribery. Yeah. It's, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's only like five bucks a week. So it's not like it's breaking the bank, but five bucks to a seven-year-old is like, that's, that's like a fortune. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> that's like five pieces of candy. Totally. Um, totally. Or, you know, something from the dollar store or whatever uh which to them is like 
you know, it's game changing. Yeah. So yes, that has helped. And we, we, you know, we did go in there one weekend and like, we did a good, it took about two hours, but we did a good, like thorough clean of the room. And now that we've done that, it's, it's frankly much easier to keep that way. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, plug in the cracks, fill in the holes, keeping them that way on an ongoing basis. Um, and I, f- I feel like there's just, there's a lot of things that have been just kind of going unaddressed for long periods of time. Um, and that, that stuff accumulates over time and adds up, you know, it, it might be like each individual thing taken by itself is like, whatever, that's not a big deal. You know, how many people play lead from the front anyway? Right. Um, just me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> who, who cares if the language on that one is within instead of at like every other command card. Uh, but you know, when that happens 10 to 15 times with other things and like it adds up, you know? So. Yeah. Um, and the, the amount of time that it's left that way, like, right. You know, like fix payload, please. Like, right. <laughs> like um, yeah. Uh, I feel like that ended up more negative than I wanted it to be, but well, let's frame it in a positive way. Sure, because I think we we have been focusing on things that have not been happening, so maybe we can like things that we would like to see happen. That you know, again, small things, big impact. Um, things that don't, things that would not be a lot of effort. A and would have a big positive impact. B and like the steps. So the steps to take those are to are to look at. Look at the loopholes, look at the cracks, um, look at the the things that where something is obviously written wrong and just start just start cleaning those up and fixing them. Um and then just keep doing that. And and they're so, able to do it because they did with darks. They did? You did. Yep. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, like um it yeah, it seems like a bandwidth thing, if anything, right? Like um but I mean I, I mean I I like a lot of the places that we we've gone to, to be honest, like, uh, um, battle forces have been a pretty big change. Yep. Right. Um, the pass rule I, is great. Pass rule. Applaud. Um, I'd love to see you being able to pass in deployment too. That's just my personal, you know, that's a, yeah, but, it, but it, I guess my point being that like, you can take the good things and continue to riff them. Right. Yep, exactly. And like you can continue to expand on them. Um, you know, I think the past mechanic made a lot of things that were previously not good enough. They they see the table now, um, which is fantastic. You know. Um well and the past mechanic I think is a perfect example to this point that you're trying to make, which is that they could have Instead of doing what they did, which was a very like limited, nuanced, you know, one pass a turn if you're down on activations kind of a thing. Um, what they could have done was done something like what MCP's pass rule is, which is anytime your opponent has more, can do more things than you, you just pass. And it's like an unlimited pass, basically, oh, right? Wow. Yeah. Um they could have done that for Legion, and I think that would have been a disaster. Um, it would have ruined some units. Yeah. um in a way that like really upset what the foundation of legion was but instead they took a much more nuanced approach and they 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 made the pass rule that we currently have and i think it's great yep um you know small change 
big impact. So, and I think, I think the climb stuff was a little bit, is a little bit more debatable where that falls, but I also like the climb changes. It definitely uh, makes terrain more playable. We get, yeah. we see uh, a bigger variety of playable terrain because of it. Yep. I have um, come around as hell. There are some things that I think maybe th this is maybe more pointed than like, you know, being able to pass in deployment, but like scale probably still needs to get skill needs get a little fixed, update, you yeah. know, um, like there are keywords that really depended on how the climbing rules used to work that don't really do anything anymore. You know, I mean, they, they do kind of things, but um, not that I think the Wookiee battle force needs scale anymore. <laughs> old scale yeah <laughs> yes um that'd be so much that, fun be fun yes <laughs> that one uh, <laughs> but but you know i mean i think i think those keywords could could get another look but again those are just things that like are quick easy edits right yep um the the broader point is at least just speaking for myself i love what legion is at its core I love what its foundation is. I'm still having fun. Um, and I would personally much rather see that built on than torn down. Amen. Amen, indeed. Um, is it, I guess it's like, may the force be with you, but that sounds like we're ending. Are we ending? I, th I think this could be a good spot to end, actually. Okay. Unless, unless right. you have any further thoughts on, are there any more like, like broad points that Jay and Tim made that, uh, well, I, th I think the biggest one that we haven't really talked about is like older units seeing some love. Um, but again, I think that, that that falls in the category of like balance updates. Balance updates. Yeah. I, we, we just I, need to see balance updates. I also think we talked in our generic upgrade talk about one of the problems that I think older units are feeling right now is that they haven't been touched by generic upgrades in a while yeah absolutely right all of a sudden like there's like a new gear upgrade that like stormtroopers can take maybe maybe they feel good again you know um or at least different or different yeah absolutely i also think people just don't take enough stormtroopers generally they really I agree cheap. with that they're Storm really troopers cheap. are fine yeah you know for a core unit they're they're pretty efficient yeah. um yeah. yeah, I agree with that. We talked about this, I think, on that power episode, but people should be taking more stormtroopers. Yeah, yeah. Rebels, I can get behind the, like, rebel, rebel yeah. troopers maybe need a little love, but that's a, that's a different thing. Yep. All right, well, any final thoughts? Play Legion. Have fun with the game. Don't, like, we're here to have fun um, and win. We're also here to win, just to be clear. Um, yeah, but, this is a competitive podcast, yeah, competitive yeah. focus podcast. Yeah. Um, I, really? What? Find, find the fun. For me, the winning is the fun part. Um, mm. Doesn't need to be for everybody, but like, you know, I, I, I think this is an amazing game. We're all here because of the. I mean, maybe not strictly, but like. The rules set that if you're listening to this podcast, you're playing Legion because A, you probably like Star Wars, and B, the rules, rules are, the rule set that it's built on are A plus foundation. 
Let's not rip them down. Yeah, I played 40K for 25 years before I played Legion. Oh, it's about 24 and a half too long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, my point is like my brand loyalty to 40K was high when Legion came out. And I tried Legion. I have played zero games of 40K since. Um, if that tells you anything about how much of a game changer it was for me like and i'm don't get me wrong i am a star wars fan but i'm also like a 40k gw aesthetic slash lore fan possibly more than i'm a star wars fan so that was not like the region my name is orchimedes who may actually be getting a model i don't want to go on this tangent but they have previewed (laughs) they have teased at adepticon that there's like a new mech model and i'm hoping because he's never had a model um I'm hoping he gets one, and I think that I will have to buy it and paint it, even though I don't play 40k anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, my point is, it was it was the rules, it was the gameplay, um, it was that it was the game of Legion and not Star Wars that brought me to Legion. And I know the same is true of a lot of like X 40k players that play or have played Legion. Um, so, yeah, I love it. I'd rather I'd rather see it built upon the refugees. Yeah, 40k <laughs> refugees. Now, being better than 40k is not like a high bar. Don't get me wrong. No. Um, but like, I just, I really appreciate what Legion is as far like it really scratches that that itch for me. Uh, it's just foundationally, it's a great game. All right. Well, we are the notorious scoundrels. We don't need a Legion 2.0. Uh. I'm Kyle. I'm Mike. I'm Timbo. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs>